Welcome to Transcendent. I'm Joe, and I'm the dad. And I'm Raya, and I'm the daughter. And boy, do I have some big news. Oh, is that right? I just bought a house. Yes, you did. I'm very excited about it, but there's a lot of work that I have to do right now. I've got a month where I'm staying in my old place, but I have the new place. So I've got painting to do and ripping up carpeting. There's some beautiful green shag carpeting in there that I get to rip up and paint the walls and take down some wallpaper and it needs a lot of updating. So what's under the the ugly shag rug? It's got beautiful hardwood floors. That's step one. And step two I see is you're looking right at him, aren't you? You think the dad's <laughs> going to help you. And he will. I have discovered there's a lot and to the do. Mom too. There's a lot to do with owning a house, just like there's a lot to do with relationships. We're going to talk about that after this. I sometimes think that we, with our own points of view, are a little bit like our own little islands. And we can assume that the other people around us have to come to us. Because, you know, I'm, I'm right here and this is my viewpoint and how I see things. And you're over there and you see things over there. And I can't be bothered to see things how you see things. I want you to come over by me. I would call that negotiation. And if we're going, if we want to make it work, it, it, it takes both of us coming together. And sometimes the other person is more than willing to come over and see things from our perspective. Sometimes they're much less willing. And so in those times, we want to be, and that's what we're talking about right now, building bridges. Exactly. Now, we talked in the last two episodes, we talked about two different viewpoints. We had our first episode for the non-allies. And then last week, we talked about how to love non-allies because we want everybody to feel comfortable here as a part of the podcast. We are a podcast about building relationships for everybody, regardless of where you stand on all of the issues. And today we want to address this episode to both groups. How can we build bridges with one another? Well, I think one of the first ways we can do it is you can see that there be me maybe won't be apparently or maybe as you would see it there's no common ground but there is so you have to find common ground first that's why i use the word negotiation it's negotiation but it's a different kind of negotiation it's trying to find common ground that we when we find something we agree on it's the beginning. I remember when I was a kid, I went to, uh, I was dropped off at church, and then I had to do confirmation, and that was a two-year process. When I finished con uh, confirmation, to me it was graduation. I didn't have to go back to church anymore. Hey, I made it. Well, and I wasn't really connected to the church, and I didn't feel any need to go back there. As I got a little bit older and became an older teenager, as I went into the military, and after I came out, 
I couldn't agree with anything that the church had. Until one day I decided, well, maybe I should look at what do I agree with. And when I did that, I realized there's a lot more I agree with than disagree with. Did I agree with every, anything? everything? No, I didn't agree with everything. As a matter of fact, I always say, if I'm going to find a church where I have no disagreements, I'm going to be the only member. Now, if I have a daughter or a son that I am going to disagree with because I don't agree with your lifestyle, I'm probably not going to agree with anyone's daughter or son. Not totally. There are some things that you do differently than me, and it's okay. But if I sit back and I say, I don't agree with anything you do, I'll bet you do. I'll bet there's some point that there's common ground. We all have common ground. You could take anybody from, you know, just about anybody anywhere in the world and sit down and if you can have a conversation, you can find some common values. What do you want? You want a happy life. You want to be taken care of. You want to be uh, uh, well-fed and you want to have good relationships with your family. And anytime you, you, know, you, you find somebody that feels like they are completely opposite from you, but you stop and you sit down and you say, what do we really hold in value? What, what do we, you know, they, they always say you ask why and you continue asking why. So you, you have this thing that you, that seems really different from me, really at odds from me. You see the world in a completely different way. Why? What's important about that to you? And you go to that one and maybe you can connect on that level of why. Maybe you can't. Then you say, well, that value right there that you say that that's important to you. Why do you hold that one? And you go back to that one and you say, well, you know, maybe the reason I hold that is because I feel like everyone needs to be treated with value and respect. And you say, hey, you know what? I believe that everyone should be treated with value and respect. Okay, maybe you and I disagree about what that means, but we can start by affirming our underlying agreement that everyone deserves to be treated with love and respect. Common ground is such an easy thing to find. Maybe you think we don't agree on anything, but I bet we both love mom. Maybe that's something you agree on. Maybe there's your common ground. Or maybe you say, you know, I really like this community. Maybe that's where you have common ground. Maybe you both agree that you support the same team. That's common ground. Maybe you have the complete, total belief in the political system that you both agree with. There's common. The, the point is, somewhere along the way, you're going to be able to find, find common ground. We love that dog. Somewhere it's going to be there. So common ground is something, it's your responsibility, whether you are a potential ally, a not an ally at all, or a member of the LGBTQ community. Either way, whoever you're talking with, there is a point of common ground. It's 
both of you, it's your responsibility to find it, address it, and move forward from there. And you'll discover when you do that, it doesn't take long to find a second thing of common ground. And before you know it, you're getting along a lot better. Imagine two people as far apart as they could be, one far to the right and one far to the left. And as you probe with one another about why do you hold the particular views that you do, each one of you discovers, it's because I really want everyone to be safe. And the person on the far right says, I just want everybody to be safe, and I'm worried about how things are going right now. And the person on the far left says, I want everyone to be safe. And you say, hey, actually, at our core, we both hold the same values. Start by highlighting those common values. The second step is to avoid confrontation. This one comes right on the heels of the one that we talked about before. Yes, you've found some common ground already. That is the first step in avoiding confrontation. You can build on that by not being argumentative, by not raising your voice, by not interrupting the other person, etc., etc. Avoiding confrontation is really the best bet on that second step. When things are difficult... You can't expect that it's going to fall to the other person to fix the relationship. You've already seen all the frustration and the difficulty and all of those things. This is the time that we are minimizing the confrontation. And so that person comes to you and they say, well, you did this and you did that. This is the time to let it go and to say, I'm going to be the person that's going to make the effort and put forth the energy to build the bridge. Even if It's not easy for me, even if I feel like I have to go back. And maybe you have to go after you have a conversation and and you have to take a break and go and talk to a trusted friend or someone away from things and say, oh, I'm so frustrated with things so that you can come back and avoid the confrontation and uh, work to build the bridge together without there being fights and without continuing to stoke the flame. One thing about building the bridge, it's not just one person building the bridge. It's both of you. If you're building the bridge alone, it won't be complete. In other words, you might think, I've got it all right. I know all the answers. And you don't. And you're going to see it my way. You're not building a bridge. So you've got to give a little to get a little. And there's nothing wrong with that. The the other person isn't all wrong, and you are not all right in anything. That's why we go back to that key of finding common ground first. Now you're starting to build something together. At least you've put one step forward, and then another, and another. And that is really a big part of it. The third step, now we're getting somewhere, and now the third step is even more important. Be patient. It would be unusual for the two of you to sit down together and meet a a total kumbaya session. It's not going to happen, probably. 
there might be that one exception out there. And if it happened to you, please contact us because we want to hear about it. This would be wonderful. Our podcast is centered on LGBTQ plus issues and, and maintaining relationships, but no LGBTQ plus relationship happens in a vacuum. There's always an entire context and an entire history of interactions. And very rarely, we would say never, is that relationship entirely made or entirely broken because of the LGBTQ plus issues alone. That can obviously be a major issue, but very rarely is that the only issue. There's a whole group of issues that have come along and you build it one at a time. And like the old Pink Floyd song, Another Brick in the Wall. So rather than building the bridge, you you know, you, there's one thing that you do, and that's a brick in the wall. Then another thing that you do where you don't get along, you don't see eye to eye, one more brick in the wall. And it keeps going so that rather than making a connection, now you've got something that's separating you. That takes time to dismantle that. It does. And when you when we say be patient, maybe you've made some progress. But don't expect that the two of you are going to go to total agreement right away. Maybe you can maybe you've got some time to introduce another thing. If you find one point that you might be able to find common ground on and stay there. You've made one step forward, which I said earlier. Now you're focusing on the second step. Maybe you only do one step in this first meeting. In the next meeting, maybe you add another one. It might take years. Or it might take one meeting. Um, I bet it's more on the years. <laughs> but not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, but the truth is, if you do have a family member that you disagree with, whichever side you're on, you could find a very solid relationship in a very short period of time, maybe within a month or so. And that would be great. The next point, agree to disagree. Oftentimes we think that when we're coming together that Everything, we've got to get it all down. And unless we find the common ground and work out all of our disagreements, that we can't have any relationship with one another. And when we agree to disagree, we can say, there are going to be certain conversations we're just not going to have. I have somebody that is close to me that we have agreed to maintain a relationship with one another, and we have very different viewpoints on a variety of issues. And we both recognize when we get around certain topics, we have to take a step back and say, oh, we're getting a little close to a topic that's not a good conversation for us. But we both value having a relationship more than we value being able to talk about those issues with one another. That is okay. When we value the relationship more than we value being right, then we can lay aside the differences and say, I don't have to have you come around to my viewpoint and you don't have to have me come around to yours. We can allow ourselves to keep those differences. I think one important fact here is that 
if you are willing to agree to disagree, that doesn't mean that you've been speaking with each other, finding common ground, moving forward, and suddenly hitting this wall. And, okay, well, I guess the conversation is done from now. We agree to disagree. And then you come back later and start at that same point? No. No, you don't do that. You come back and you begin to discuss other factors, other things. You, you don't cement that brick in. You walk around it. Sometimes you might start this and you think that you have some common ground. In fact, I remember having a conversation where it was uh, during a difficult time in our country's history. And this person said to me, oh, boy, there's a lot that's going on. We both agreed there's a lot that's going on. And uh, this person said to me, and certainly you agree with me about X, Y, and Z. And I said, actually, I don't. But certainly you agree with me about A, B, and C. And she said, actually, I don't. And we started to discuss it a little bit, and then we realized this is not going to be a healthy conversation for us. We could feel ourselves starting to get heated, and we had to say, I don't think, I, I think we thought we had some common ground here, but actually we don't. Let's let this one go here for right now. And we did. And things have gotten much better since then. But we had to realize this is not a time for us to push it. I guess there's really never a time to push it. Maybe you say, okay, we've agreed to disagree. And leave with realizing that you still have common ground and that it is okay to disagree. We talked last time about the analogy of a relationship like a bank account, and you both make deposits into that bank account. I think that there can be a time when you have a really solid relationship where you can judge to say, I'm going to push it a little more than I would, but I know we're solid enough as long as you follow that up by making some deposits into that bank account. But the danger that we fall into is when that bank account is low, we think this is the time I'm going to push even harder. No, this is the time where you need to stop trying to make withdrawals from that relationship bank account. This is the time to make deposits. I'm going to have to bring up something here that we disagree on. Uh-oh. We've agreed to disagree on this. I think you should always be on time. But I've agreed to disagree with you on that. And you can tell from our podcast, we have a wonderful relationship anyway. The next point, and this underlies really all four that we've talked about up until now. All things in love. That we start with the foundation of love in everything that we do in our relationship. And if it's not coming back to love, you can have all of these other things. You can try to find common ground with somebody that you don't care much about. You can agree to disagree with somebody that you don't care much about or avoid confrontation or be patient. But when you're trying to build a relationship, if you are not coming back to your own value that I care about this person and I'm willing to sacrifice for this person because I love this person, you're going to have a hard time making the relationship work. Doing all things in love is really critical. 
all things in love could be kind of a mantra. If you remember that when you're in discussions with anybody, all things in love, it helps you stay connected. If you really believe that, show it. If you really believe that, act it. If you really believe that, convince the other person. I'm doing this in love. I, 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 I love you because you're my child. And I want what's best for you. On the other hand, you might throw that out and that can start an argument. Yeah, I really want what's best for her. Sure you do. You want what's best for you. You see where that can go. But it doesn't have to. If it's really honestly done in love, it's because I want a relationship with you. It's not because I want you to be like me. I want you to understand and and, and accept me as my I am. And, and I, I don't want you to have any of those ideas. No, I want to accept you and I want you to accept me. All things in love. You and I talked about, as we were preparing for this podcast, I have a difficult relationship right now with somebody that's very close to me. And I'm not going to talk about the details here because this is not the place for that. But these points are very relevant for me right now. And as we were talking, I said, you know, it's very tempting for me in some of the disagreements that we've had to come and feel hurt and then to have the future conversations coming out of this place of feeling hurt or feeling rejected. And this is a good thing for me to come back to and remember, you know, I am not pursuing this relationship because of what I get out of it. I'm pursuing it because this is my loved one. This is somebody that I love dearly. And to remind myself, which is going to help me then the next time, to not respond out of anger or frustration or hurt. And we all go through this. I think it's easy to feel like, oh, I've got it all together and everything is good and everything is perfect. But if that's the case, you're probably not human. We all have difficult relationships and we all have difficult things that we're going through. And I sure wish it was a lot easier than it, than it, what, than it is. But it's not. We, it, relationships are hard, but they're worth it. They are absolutely worth it. And that is one of the critical points that you can take away from this. They're worth it. They're absolutely worth it. Suppose you have uh, a, uh, a bad relationship with one of your family members. And you leave angry, hurt, frustrated, uh, and you have a, a bad opinion of that person and you walk out the door and the next day you get a phone call the person died. What would you have done? Would you have walked out the door a different way? Would you have walked out the door with a different opinion? With a different attitude? With a different approach? I think you would. I think we all would. There's a time when you realize, oh, I don't have another opportunity. And you never know when that time will come. That's why it is so critical. Follow these points 
And you're on the road to creating a positive relationship, finishing building that bridge, that bridge that takes you there, filling that bank account to the point where it's never going to get empty. That's where you want to be. And we can all be there. Obviously, if you've been hurt by somebody, we don't want to minimize that. That hurt can be real hurt. We start with the foundation of love, and you do the best that you can. Maybe you need to see somebody close to you or see a therapist or see somebody that can help you work through that. I don't want to minimize that for you, but I do want to call you back to that positivity. Wherever you are, that you would come back and say, this is the level that I can love right now. This is the level that I can commit, that I can go forward, that I can give, and that we would always be taking steps to turn that negative relationship into a positive relationship. Are you in a situation right now where you have been building a relationship with someone? We'd like to hear about it. Write us. Tell us at transcendent at gmail.com. Tell us how you're building that relationship. Tell us how it's coming together. Are you in a relationship that you haven't gotten anywhere with? Tell us about it. We want to hear about it. Tell us where's your roadblock. Tell us where you're putting your bricks. Tell us why you haven't started building that bridge. We want to hear about it. And we'll tell your story if you ask us to. We'll tell your, we won't tell your story if you don't ask us to. So we're happy to know that you are moving in that direction. We want to hear from you. So you can write us about that or anything else that's on your mind. If you want us to talk about something that we haven't addressed, if you want us to address some of the situations that you might be in right now that you don't know how to get through, how to break through that roadblock, how to build that bridge, how to knock those bricks down, write us. Talk to us. Tell us about it. We've been getting a lot of emails, Raya, and it's wonderful to hear from people who are telling us where we're at great and where they're at. It's great to see everybody tuning in. We are so grateful to have you joining us here every week. We hope we have been your voice of positivity as you start off your week. We'll see you Monday. Monday. <laughs>